Hey y'all, it's me again, Bonnie Violet. I just wanted to take a second and thank my Patreon members. Patreon members are folks who contribute on a monthly basis, anywhere from $3 to $150 a month to support the work of a queer chaplain. Big shout out to Victoria Thompson, Jason Brandt, Brandon Stanton, Kim Silva, Brandy McCarg, Randy Sandnot, Bob Kaiser, Joey Heckmeister, Violet Rhiannon, Gabriel, Jonathan, Patrick and Todd Atkins Whitley. Thank you so much for your continued contributions. And if you're interested in joining the Patreon, just check the link in the description. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bonnie Violet. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Lacers, Bonnie Violet here, a queer chaplain. Um, this is day three of our daily lives as part of the Lacing Your Narrative with a Spiritual Red. And um, as promised, I'm just checking in every day uh, to get a sense of like where folks are at and maybe share some progress of where I am at as well as I am going along the process with you all. Um, I haven't heard too much from folks who are participating. Again, I'd love to hear from you if you are. Um, I am having some private space in a Zoom meeting um, on Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, again, you can check the links in the description and you can find a link to the Zoom meeting um, on Thursday. Again, if these times aren't working for you, I understand that like, um, like to be live in these situations is not gonna work for everyone, um, but feel free to reach out, um, comment after the fact, um, uh, message me, ask questions, connect. Uh, we can do it that way as well too. So um, I don't know how you all have been feeling, but um, I have been um, been like thinking and and um, meditating and looking at so much. And to some degree, I've um, almost kind of feeling like I am. Um, I'm a little um, exhausted. Um, I think in going back to my childhood and kind of like reconnecting with some of um my beliefs i don't i don't think i've realized as much of work as, as i've done i haven't realized how much of like going back to my child kind of takes me back to that um to that time and my um experience then and wanting to try to see my spirituality of now and my understanding back then and there's this really interesting because i've been having this um challenge of seeing my um, religion of origin differently or trusting that um, it's different um, because I can see it differently. And so um, I noticed that I have to um, kind of ex investigate and explore. For instance, I was talking with my aunt yesterday on our podcast and there were just certain things that like, um, 
that really just hits these like um, these things we were talking a lot about after after the podcast. But um, she had made a comment about um, the Bible being her foundation, and it's what tells her to do everything, which is a great thing. And um, but for whatever reason, it kind of took me to the place of like. Um, I was explaining to her, it kind of took me back to the old ways of thinking there's only one way and there's the right way and the right way is the Bible. And it was like that moment where like the Bible became like a weapon. And for me, it's kind of like, sometimes when it still gets brought up, it's like somebody brought a baseball bat into the room. And it's like the initial thought is like, you know, um, like it's gonna be used against me again. It's gonna be used to harm me. It's gonna be used to exclude me, to kick me out of the club, so to speak. Um, and I was able to talk with my aunt more about that and just kind of share that with her. And, you know, just because um, like, like there's more to it. So um, we're, we've been learning not to speak in shorthand. We've been learning to like ask for more. And so like she was able to talk with me a little bit more about, yeah, well, the Bible is up to kind of your interpretation. And it is, there is a lot of gray area and like it's important for anyone if that's what they're gonna do to like read the Bible. I haven't decided, it's so weird because I'm like, I have like this weird, and I know like, and I want folks to know that this isn't like um, meant to be just Christian only, but because I'm sharing my experience, that's just what I know. And it's this weird kind of battle of like still wanting to like prove to others or assuming that other Christians or other kind of Jesus lovers um, don't believe that Jesus loves me or that like somehow I have to be different in order for Jesus to love me or whatever. And that is not my um, my aunt's pers perspective. So I do want to bring that up as well. Like, um, uh, and, that, and that's also been really interesting for me too, because again, it's kind of like these, um, it's again, it's kind of getting to know and understand these things differently. Um, and being open to that rather than kind of just, again, assuming the worst and really trying to ask more and get more clarity. And also for me to share some of that as well too. And so it's really interesting because I don't, for instance, like the Pope said, I think the Pope said he's like not for gay marriage or whatever. Like I don't give any, like I don't, that doesn't affect me in the same way of hearing like that Jesus don't love me. I don't know why, um, but that just feels a little different for me, or Jesus or God or whatever. But, you know, I, and I think I was sharing this a little bit too, is like, I feel like the world and the world's perception of religion and God is actually what put shame on me and like caused me to have shame around my identity and my sexuality and things that I didn't need to experience shame from. And it's interesting to me that like, the shame that was put on me by my understanding and people's response to God, it's interesting that for me, it's my relationship with my understanding of God or a higher power or a higher self that is actually dissolving the shame that was put on me from people who thought they were putting it on me for God. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think it's really interesting that I feel like um, God, if you will, or spirituality or reaching to my higher self, to the divine um, that I can get from reading the Bible. I can get from reading other kind of texts or I can get from having conversations with people that can begin to dissolve that unnecessary shame um, 
that has been put on us. And I'll say that has been put on me and that I have, I have accepted and I have worn and I have let it absorb me. Um, not so much as more, I don't feel like so much as much anymore, but I'm really realizing still how much I'm still wanting those people to accept me and see me the way that I believe God sees me. Um, and that my understanding of my spirituality and God and all that is so much bigger than anything that I was told growing up. Like it's just so much bigger and beyond that. And so it's really sometimes hard for me to think that just because my experience was so little um, when I was younger, that doesn't mean that other people's understanding isn't as big as mine. And uh, um, we're all just kind of still figuring out that language um, in sharing. Um, I There's a, a guy I know, Jack, he always talks about a spiritual awakening or, or God, like is it's an experience. Um, it's something that you experience. And I don't necessarily think that it's like, I don't know. It's, it's just an experience. I don't know that it's a, a thing. Maybe it is a thing to think that it's something feels a little um, small to me. Um, but the idea that it's, something that we get to experience just feels a little bit more, well, that's what my experience has been. It's like been my tangible, real truth. I have experienced a connection with, and I have experienced um, positive results from being connected with something, something, some sort of higher calling, um, some sort of, um, way of trying to be better in the world. Um, yeah, so I feel like I'm getting a little bit on a tangent, but that's okay. Part of what this is to do is just to set some time to just really kind of like intentionally think and ponder um, and I think pull out some of that stuff. Um, so um, I'm gonna keep it short. I have a long day ahead of me, um, but um, I, want to say I'm excited that some of you folks or you lacers are joining me in this process. And um, again, don't um, hesitate to reach out. And if you have any questions, maybe you're coming across this and you have no idea what the heck this is all about. Um, again, there's a link in the description that'll explain it all. Um, but basically this is an eight week um, workshop series um, that's live streamed um, to kind of help individuals lace their narrative with a spiritual thread and this week we are focusing on the topic of what did you learn about religion while a child? Um, and your child time frame is up to you to define. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to let you go. You have a blessed day. Um, I love you and uh, be well.
Hey y'all, Bonnie Violet here again. Just wanted to take a second to let you know about Splintered Grace Podcast. Splintered Grace Podcast just completed its fifth season entitled Still Seeking. Splintered Grace is a podcast that I co-host with my aunt who is a conservative Christian and one of my biggest supporters in my trans identity and just life in general. While many family members are choosing to no longer speak, we have chosen to sit at the table and engage in difficult conversations to find peace and restoration. Over our 24-year relationship, we have had a lot of ups and downs, and we haven't always really liked each other. We definitely never understood each other, and still some of it we don't, but we love one another so much and so hard and really work hard to show up for one another. And our hope is that by listening to this podcast, others may be able to begin to have peace and restoration in some of their other relationships with family members and or other loved ones. Uh, Check it out, Splintered Grace Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Take care. Love you. Bye.